0: ...discussing Season 4, Episode 9, titled The Answer. Alright, so, this episode, it is very different, narratively speaking, uh, particularly for this season. It is a lot more introspective, a lot more micro-focused, and a lot more grounded. Uh, It is very much... I don't want to say it's like a lull... Or anything, but it's very much a step back from the high weight, entire fate of humanity rests on these idiots deal that we've been building up and up and up and up to. Especially between like the twin, the twin gut punches of here's the results of the experiment and what we'll deal with in the next episode, we have to save everything from this immortal, all-knowing judge who's gonna reset the Earth. And I love it. It's it's so great. It's so utterly phenomenal. Uh, and I adore every single goddamn second of it. Uh, so, of course, this episode uh, is the restoring of Chidi's memories. Uh, we have... What is essentially like less than a second for everyone else? Like, we have this whole like slow-mo, Eleanor, Jason, Tahani, Janet, and Michael are just sort of like in this one moment in time, seemingly frozen in this one moment of time, while Cheaty kind of relives in order all of his memories, one after the other, after the other, after the other, after the other, very, 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 very quickly. Um, as Michael so succinctly puts it at the beginning of the episode, uh, he lived a life, 800 afterlives, a second life, a second afterlife, and then a second first afterlife. (laughs) So, like, we have over 800 different versions of Chidi, uh, and Chidi's kind of reliving all of them in this rapid pace. And so what we get here is essentially this montage of Chidi's life. This montage, almost, of Chidi's story. And we get this very compelling summation of Chidi's character arc. We see the linear trajectory of Chidi as a person. Uh, by the way, <laughs> I love that Chidi's very first memory is him, is his parents as a baby asking him, hey, uh, why don't we name you Chidi? Do you like that name or do you want a different name? And then he gets a tummy ache. <laughs> <laughs> because he can't choose. I love that. I, I love that that's his first memory. Uh, but then... We see moments like cheaty as a kid giving a giant hour-long lecture on why his parents shouldn't get divorced uh, when they're having a fight. And that leads to them uh, patching things up. Uh, we see an issue he had with a girlfriend where uh, he didn't really value her beyond uh, intellectuals and he is kind of clueless into how uh, he can navigate a relationship, how he can navigate any form of healthy relationship. Uh, Him presenting his thesis to his advisor, and his advisor going like, dude, I have a family, I have children, I have a life. Up until now, I had a will to live. (laughs) It's like, look, you can't solve every answer to every question. Just pick one thing you're passionate about. Uh, and, like, we see, uh, his friend telling him, like, hey, hey, everyone's telling you you can't find the answer to every question, you can't find the answer to every question, you can't find the answer to every question, listen to them, uh, and then eventually we get to Chidi's death, and how Michael tortured him in the afterlife with indecision, how Michael tortured him with Just painful indecisiveness, and just constant choices, constantly preying on his desire to find, quote-unquote, the answer. And the portrait that gets painted of Chidi, the summation of Chidi as a character. And this is so utterly profound, and so beautiful, and such an amazing sentiment. This is a man who got so obsessed with finding... The meaning of life. And the right way to meet... To... To live life. And the right way to sort of go about his existence. Who was so obsessed with distilling everything down to its base elements that he forgot to enjoy... The beauties and complexities and struggles of life. Uh, he got so... Obsessed... With the answer... That he never delighted in the question. And, and, and it's a beautiful episode. It's really, really beautiful. And I love it so much. And they do some really, really amazing stuff with it. And then we get into that last reboot. We get caught up with the last time we saw quote unquote our Cheedy. And Cheedy asks Michael, like, Hey, soulmates. They real. Or is that a bunch of BS? And Michael's like, I don't know. But if they do exist, they're not found, they're made. It's two people who like each other, uh, get a bit of a groove going, and then eventually they are so committed to one another that they work through life together. They work through uh, their existence together. Uh, when you gave your hour long lecture to your parents they didn't magically get together because of that you reminded them of what they had uh what they why they love each other and what they mean uh, what you mean to them and what they mean to you and that inspired them to go to counseling that inspired them to go to couples therapy and then they worked through that themselves and so, just before Chidi gets rebooted, he asks Janet, Janet for a pen and paper. He writes a little note to himself and says, hey, if we meet again, give this back to me. And Janet takes the note. And then that's his uh, last memory before the reboot. We speed run through that reboot that we just saw this season. And then Chidi wakes up. And he has like we we got the ultimate Cheaty, same way we got the ultimate Eleanor, ultimate Tahani, ultimate Jason. Uh all the different versions of cheaty are now merged into one. And he wakes up and it's like, Hey, um last three hundred years, have I been annoying? And everyone's just like, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no nah, nah. in a very unconvincing way. And then Eleanor catches Chidi up to speed, and is like, hey, do your Chidi thing and find the answer. And Chidi's like, well, stuff like this doesn't have one answer. There could be 800, there could be zero, who knows, but uh, we'll try and figure it out. Like, uh, the journey is the destination, uh, and all that. And for the first time, Chidi is delighting in the question. Like, he's not obsessed with, like, okay, what's the right answer for the perfect afterlife? He's just like... Yeah, sure, let's fa- let's ask the question and let's figure this out. Like, he he's delighting in asking the question rather than finding the answer. And then he turns to Janet and is like, hey, uh, that note that I wrote you, uh, could you give it back to me? Uh, I think that's the best writing I've ever done. And on that note is the words, there is no answer, but Eleanor is the answer. And that's where it ends. Like, honestly, this is just such, like, a great, micro, kind of self-contained, not really, a character study of who Chidi was, is, and could be. Like, it's so beautiful and so amazing. And such a great lead-in to the highest stakes this show will ever tackle (laughs) when we get into the next episode. Uh, It's so good. It's so freaking phenomenal. I love this episode so much. It is fan-freaking-tastic. Uh, and man, we only have four episodes left in this show, so we're- we're chugging along. We're almost there. Uh, oh boy, does this end in an interesting way. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm, slash TV Archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows, and you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just push up a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, TomTom4468. And support the show, patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or if that's doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 10. Talk to you then.